Put two beating hearts together Stitch the seams and pull the levers Strange desires Sparks and wires I sign the dark lines Tethered yours to mine No anesthetic Alright, here we go. <clears throat> Alright, coming. Hold on, you're gonna have to tell me. This is the most hardcore. Hold on one second. Okay, <clears throat> alright, check it out. Welcome to episode number 200, and this is gonna be a rough one, y'all. Episode 297 from the Simply Cyber's Daily Cyber Threat Briefing. I'm your host, Dr. Gerald Dozier. It is Monday, February 6th, and I am reporting to you from the um, same lab that Tony Stark made the first Iron Man suit from, um, which it would be my uh, glorious garage. I have the most ridiculous makeshift studio that you could possibly see. Um, I will do a, a, a shot and send it to Discord in a minute. But I just had, you know, I wanted to deliver. Um, I have 11 people in my home right now, so I'm trying to be respectful of uh, everybody that is not awake right now. Uh, so I hope everything's well. It's going to be a quick episode today, guys. Um, so normally 45 minutes, but I'm thinking probably closer to 20 today. Sorry for being uh, 10 minutes late on the start. But like I said, this thing is, you know, it is what it is. We're, 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 um, we're doing the best we can. Um, so if you're new here, I know this looks absolutely ridiculous, but um, what we do is we go through the top cybersecurity news stories of the day, we share with each other, uh, we're inclusive, we're supportive, I give you my expert analysis and opinion on these stories, I've been working in the industry a very long time, I've got strong opinions on all of these things, um, we're going to do it together and it's gonna be fantastic. Really quick, wanna say shout out to Eric Taylor and Barricade Cyber Solutions. Um, Barricade Cyber Solutions is, hold on one second, let me give you, let me give you some Barricade Cyber Solutions love. Cyber incidents basically can mess up anybody's day. And if you don't have a plan on how to respond, then you're going to get, it's going to be much worse for you. So you can contact Barricade Cyber Solutions, barricadecyber.com, and they can basically walk through with you. Eric Taylor and the group can walk through with you and say, okay, listen, hey, if um, you get hit with ransomware, this is what we can do. This is how quickly we can respond. Or you know, do you even have a plan if you get hit with ransomware? Do you even have a plan if you get business email compromise? Who do you call? So basically, this would be like a 911 um, kind of situation. So go to barricadecyber.com, talk to Eric Taylor, and do yourself a favor and just do a little bit of prep work, okay? Uh, I want to say what's up to Carrie. I see you, Josh Mason. Josh, I've got to set up the um, sponsors. Um, I got to set up the sponsors um, tag in uh, Nightbot. That's just one thing that I'm terrible at. Um, I had to reboot my computer multiple times. <laughs> so that's how that's going. Guys, um, do appreciate it. What's up, Asha? What's up, uh, Harish? Good to see you, James Randolph, Zombie Guy Loken. Uh, it is what it is, guys. Um, this is me trying to make it work. All right. Uh, I'll take a, um, a screenshot for you guys. And here. Actually, I wonder if I can do this. This is a little, this is like probably the most janky thing I can do, which would probably be on brand for, for what's going on here. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh yeah, here we go. Let's see if we can show you like what, what is that? Like, this is what's going on here. Like, can you, wait, oh, hold on one second. I'll do this and then we're gonna go right into the news. Come on, buddy. Can we see that? 
on. Oh, anyways. We are about ready to do it. Let's jump in. I'm sure you guys are like, enough, Jerry. What are we, like, why are you doing this? All right, ready? Let's do the top stories. Garage stream. That's right. We're going to do some car hacking, automation village, chat GPT. All right, guys, sit back, relax. I don't even have the stories ready. So this is going to be like literally flying by the seat of our pants. Let's go. From the CISO series, it's cybersecurity headlines. It's Monday, February 6th, 2023. Hackers actively exploiting zero-day in Fortress Go Anywhere MFT. This zero-day vulnerability affecting Fortress Go Anywhere managed file transfer application is being actively exploited in the wild. Details of the flaw were first publicly shared by security reporter Brian Krebs on Mastodon. The vulnerability is a case of remote code injection that requires access to the administrative console of the application, making it imperative that the systems are not exposed to the public internet. According to security researcher Kevin Beaumont, there are over 1,000 on-premise instances that are publicly accessible over the internet, a majority of which are located in the U.S. Tal Okay, so here's the deal. If you are running Go Anywhere, it's simple and straightforward. Make sure that you're patched, and more importantly, make sure that you're properly configured. It sounds like there's a um, situation where there's misconfigurations and having public-facing uh, infrastructure that maybe you shouldn't have. This is not uncommon. We see this with Amazon S3 buckets all the time. We see this with we see this with stuff all the time so make sure your external perimeter is tight <clears throat> if brian krebs is covering it if kevin beaumont aka gossy the dog on twitter is covering it it's a big deal okay so <laughs> listen up pay attention and do make sure that you're uh secure also i want to give a quick shout out to um, monitor.shoden.io so if someone can put that in chat, I'd appreciate it. Monitor.shoden.io will allow you to sign up for certain IP ranges that Shoden will scan. And if they detect um, misconfigurations or changes in um, configurations and stuff like that, or new new assets uh, allocated to those IPs, Shoden will uh, notify you via like email or whatever you want it to set up. Maybe even do automation with webhooks. I'm not sure if it supports that, but uh, long story short, you can use monitor.shouten.io to see whether or not there is, um, uh, you know, technology that's misconfigured. Okay. Passy Hospital diverting patients, canceling non-emergency surgeries after cyber attack. Tallahassee Memorial Healthcare, one of the biggest hospitals serving a 21-county region in North Florida and South Georgia, said they have had to take their IT systems offline due to the security issue, which began on Thursday night and is suspected to be a ransomware attack. They are diverting EMS patients and only accepting level one traumas from immediate service areas. All non-emergency surgical and outpatient procedures have been canceled or rescheduled, the hospital said in a statement on Friday. Fraudulent crypto... Okay, again, so we've been seeing an uptick in activity on healthcare systems. We talked about this on Friday. We talked about this on Wednesday last week. Um, <clears throat> there was... Um, Oh, geez. Uh, there was that hospital, the sick kids one um, that Lockbit did, and then Lockbit, the organizers kind of gave the key back. Then there was one in, like, Louisiana that got hit. Um, there has been... Um, 
like threat intelligence, Joel Belton reported on this last week. Um, there's been threat intelligence suggesting that Eastern European threat actors, uh, presumably Russia, uh, are pissed about uh, United States giving aid to Ukraine specifically around lending um, missiles uh, or, yeah, like these short range missile things. Germany just gave tanks to Ukraine. It's all a bit of a geopolitical pissing match. And they said in their. Um, it, it, um, the non-military uh, actors who are pro-Russia are saying, like, let's go after the United States healthcare system. So this is unfortunate, but completely predictable that uh, the healthcare systems are are getting hit. I would continue. I, I would expect to continue to see an uptick in activity in healthcare. If you work in healthcare, I know you can't turn the cruise ship around um, on a dime, but you know. Make sure you you uh, you know be kind to your sock analysts uh, and guys. If you oh it's okay, so be kind to your sock analysts because they're going to be dealing with like a rash between their legs that's not going to feel good for quite some time, like a bit of uh, sand in your shorts at the beach if you know what I'm saying. But check this out. This is a perfect opportunity. I know Recon Infosec and um, isn't. Um, a sponsor anymore, but like MDR, that service I was always talking about, like this is a great time. If you don't have coverage, like MDR is really something that can help you out as a uh, entity. Like if, if you're in healthcare, you have an uptick in activity uh, and you don't have someone to like help protect you, you're flirting with fire. Also barricade cyber incident response, like having a plan, like if you can't get, if you can't get coverage, like good coverage quickly, then having something that's more like, okay, so let's assume we're going to get hit. Now, what do we do? Having a solution for that's pretty important too. So this isn't just like pitching vendors. Like I'm literally telling you, if you work in healthcare and you don't have a plan and you don't have good coverage, you are, you're running high risk, right? Basically. So you should be uh, notifying management, letting them know that this threat intel is out there. And that basically like a threat briefing, like, listen, dude, there's an uptick in activity in healthcare. We are at a greater risk of being hit. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Okay. All right. So casually Joseph's reporting that uh, barricade cyber also offers MSSP services. So that's managed systems or managed service managed security services provider. So that that's like MDR and other other services. Right. Um, long story short, if you're in healthcare, be mindful. Let's go. Um, apps slip through Apple and Google App Store review process. Crypto-ROM is used to coordinate romance scams with the aim of stealing cryptocurrency from victims. While this is nothing new in itself, it appears that apps perpetrating the scam can be downloaded from the official Apple and Android app stores, giving them greater apparent validity to targets. In two separate examples that bypassed Apple's App Store review, a legitimate-looking app initially communicates with a benign back-end where nothing malicious can be seen. Only after the app is accepted, downloaded, and launched does the switch domains from the benign back-end to a malicious server that delivers the malicious content. <laughs> Musk. Okay. Okay. So a couple things here. One, right. Obviously ding. I'm a crypto evangelist. I love it. I love it. I love it. Give, give FinFrock some love there. Uh, secondly, hat tip to the threat actors. You, you guys know, like I, um, I, 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 like, I don't like threat actors, but occasionally I'm like hat tip to them for their, um, cleverness. Um, Dude, the guys basically write an app that's legit and then they change the backend infrastructure. So it, it makes a lot of sense, right? You, you're pushing into the store with like 
um, basically wearing a mask, right? And then they're like, okay, like you're cool, thumbs up. And then you switch the person behind the mask, essentially. Like that's kind of an analogy of what's happening here. Uh, it's clever. What even blows more is that it's like a, a romance scam app. There's a lot of good people looking for love, older people whose like, you know, life partner has passed and they're feeling lonely and stuff and they just don't want to get a dog. People who are mentally, you know, unwell who like could easily fall for these things um and guys like basically these romance scams they rob you it's like look up pig butchering look up romance scam there's an excellent excellent report on online that abc did um with romance scams in ghana um I think that's all you need to know. Uh, one second, I'm going to actually show you the romance scam in Ghana thing, share it in uh, the link in chat, and then go there. Actually, I'll do that at the mid-roll since we're going. Long story short, educate end users that even the App Store, the Apple App Store, can have dangerous apps in it. It's not, it's not foolproof, okay? says Twitter will provide a free write-only API to bots providing good content. Last week, Twitter said it is shutting down free access to its APIs starting Friday, February 9th. Now, days before the deadline, Elon Musk said that after getting feedback from developers, Twitter will provide a write-only API for bots providing, quote, good content that is free, end quote. There is no information on what constitutes good content and who will decide that. This follows last week's shuttering of API access to third-party clients, saying that they had broken a long-standing rule without any specification. All right, so Elon is, um, there was like all this uh, kerfuffle of APIs breaking and services not working anymore. And it, it, like we were like, oh, it had to do with the money, right? And some services you may have set up broke. And then it came, they, they reversed that and was like, okay, like everything's free to go now. And now it sounds like Twitter is pushing back and saying that they will do some type of review for quote unquote good content, which is a completely subjective um, criteria and decide who goes. So if I had to expect straight cash, homie, this will be something that either um, I, I could see Twitter monetizing where they're like, you have to pay, right? It says provide a free write only API. How about provide a paid write only API? Why wouldn't they do that? Like, like it's straight cash, right? Like, why wouldn't you do that? Second of all, good content. Do you guys remember the, the kid who uh, wrote the uh, Twitter bot that would like track Elon Musk's uh, airplane and report where it was going every single time and Elon hated it? I bet you that's not considered good content, even though it gets like massive, massive viewership and tons and tons of follows because people loved it, right? Maybe it's not good for Elon. So We'll see where this goes. Twitter's already a huge dumpster fire anyway. So like this, this doesn't even like, <laughs> this doesn't even like, um, um, like move the needle. Like, okay. Like Elon's doing another ridiculous thing with Twitter. Way, way to go. It's, it's fun when you have uh, $44 billion, you can just like light on fire. And now a word from our sponsor, us. Yes. CISO series. If you're looking to reach a committed audience of cybersecurity professionals every day, then consider advertising right here on Cybersecurity Headlines, a show that consistently ranks in the top 10 for tech news on Apple Podcasts in the US. That's pretty impressive for a show that's a niche within a niche. Cybersecurity Headlines sponsorship includes continuous week-long brand awareness in newsletters, blog posts, and this very podcast. To learn more about pricing and audience, email us at info at CISO Series. Dot com.
All right. Yeah. So maybe I should take a page from that book. If you want to advertise on Simply Cyber's Daily Cyber Therapy, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, guys. Um, I just want to take a quick minute and say thank you to all of you. We will not be doing the Simple Mind song right now um, just for the brevity of time and uh, other responsibilities I have going on. But uh, again, thanks to the sponsors, Barricade Cyber. This is an old slide. Recon InfoSec no longer a sponsor, but I do I do uh, care quite a bit about that group and uh, what their mission is. Um, thank you to all of you, 168 of you in chat, willing to look past the backdrop that is my garage <laughs> and, um, you know, just be all about good times. So let's keep on rolling. You guys have a great Monday. Massive ESXi ARGs ransomware attack targets VMware ESXi servers worldwide. Admins, hosting providers, and the French Computer Emergency Response Team warn that hackers are actively targeting VMware's ESXi servers unpatched against a two-year-old remote code execution vulnerability to deploy a new ESXi ARGS ransomware. The French Computer Emergency Response Team said, quote, These attack campaigns appear to be exploiting the vulnerability CVE 2021-21974, for which a patch has been available since 23rd of February of 2021. The systems currently targeted would be ESXi hypervisors in version 6.x and prior to 6.7. New York. All right. So, hey, guys, by the way, I, I genuinely appreciate um, you long term, long time Simply Cyber community members um, with uh, with the Simple Minds. Uh, don't you forget about me uh, scene that 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 really warms my heart. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Um, uh, so this story, guys, VMware ESXi, it's, it's, it's like a hypervisor chassis. Um, you can have systems that are pointing to the internet, but at the end of the day, um, this is a critical piece of IT infrastructure and in a lot of, um, networks and to, to have something that's 2021, it means it's over a year, possibly two years old. I don't know when the, when the 2021 volume dropped, but in CBEs, the, 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 the first number is always the year that the vulnerability was detected or, or you know, officially disclosed. Um, and that helps us as, secure, as security practitioners know how old this vulnerability is. So this one's from 2021. It's being exploited in the wild. You need to get your crap together and patch your ESXi host. This is no different than the first story we talked about with the go anywhere thing. If you have internet facing infrastructure that has gross vulnerabilities that are being publicly exploited, you should expect to be exploited. Like your level, your likelihood calculation should be high, if not very high, because you're freaking getting you're getting um enumerated by bots all the time and they they see you okay guys do me a favor take well not do this but just to make a point like put a machine on the internet that has a honeypot on it and watch within like 10 minutes it will get hit by multiple people like you cannot have internet facing things on the internet and not expect them to get hit like it, it just takes a few minutes okay Patchery ESXi chassis. Attorney General forces spyware vendor to alert victims. The AG's office has also announced a $410,000 fine for a stalkerware developer who used 16 companies to promote surveillance tools illegally. Patrick Hinchy, the spyware vendor, also agreed to alert his customers' victims that their phones are being secretly monitored using one of his multiple apps, including Auto Forward, Easy Spy, DDI Utilities, Heister Mobile, Phone Spectre, SurePoint, and TurboSpy.
The apps enabled Henchy's customers to secretly monitor what other individuals were doing on their mobile devices, including location, browsing history, call logs, text messages, photos and videos, email activity, WhatsApp and Skype chats, and social media. Some also enabled a user to remotely activate the camera or microphone of the target device and to trick customers into believing that spying was legal, even though installing such software on someone else's device without consent violates numerous state and federal laws. Yeah, no kidding. You're a creep. Like, that's what that is. This is basically poor man's version of Pegasus, right? The NSO group, uh, super slick, you know, uh, nation state uh, spyware espionage tool. This right here is spyware. This dude got fined half a million dollars, uh, half a billion. Was it 410,000 or 410 million? It's probably 410,000, right? That 410 million would be too ridiculous. Yeah, 410,000 dollar fine. And uh, because he was basically promoting spyware, and like here's a turnkey solution so you can spy on your spouse. Here's a turnkey turnkey solution so you can spy on someone at work or your boss or your um you know, your employees or whoever, whoever it's gross, dude, it's gross. And like, yes, a hundred percent, you're violating state and federal laws because you're freaking, um, like all sorts of laws, unauthorized access, um, stalking, <laughs> like, I mean, need I go on? Um, who knows where, and by the way, who knows even where this data is kept, right? It's, it definitely was coming off the victim's phone and going up to some server that then the, the attacker was logging into, but like that data is also there. Photos, audio recordings, the works. So this is wicked gross. And I'm glad this guy got uh, hit. If for whatever reason you get a notification about this, if it were me, I would just like burn my phone. I would throw my phone in the lava pit that the Terminator went into at the end of Terminator 2. And I would just buy new hardware because I would be disgusted um, with what's going on here. I am wearing flip-flops, Hillary. I am wearing flip-flops, Hillary. No socks on this guy. <laughs> Vulnerabilities could let hackers remotely shut down EV chargers and steal electricity. According to a report from cybersecurity firm Cyflow, two vulnerabilities in a commonly used networking protocol for electric vehicle chargers could allow hackers to remotely shut down charging stations or manipulate docking stations to recharge for free. Ron Tyberg Shahar, CEO of Cyflow, which sells cybersecurity services to the EV charger market, says, quote, if a hacker exploits these two vulnerabilities, they can create a denial of service, which would mean disrupting or disconnecting a single charger, or at scale, they can execute distributed denial of service, which would mean taking down and disconnecting all chargers connected to that network, imitating and hijacking a connection between the charger and the management platform. Last week in... All right. Michelle asked, what was the name of the, um, the spyware? Um, Michelle, there was like 16 different spywares. I just dropped a LinkedIn chat um, to go to the stories where it actually listed it and gave you more information. Uh, you can also go to sysoseries.com and go to today's uh, news story, February 6th, and uh, pull this story so you can get this information. Okay, so the, the next story here has to do with um, vulnerabilities that could let hackers remotely shut down, EV chargers, and... Um, Realistically, um, what I would argue is, yeah, like you could be a prick and shut down someone's uh, charge, but like, what's the value in that other than being like a punk? So I don't see that as like a really uh, likely attack, but they did say that you could bypass uh, the charging piece of that. Now, now we're talking, okay, and Kimberly, straight cash homie. Guys, if you could offer a service where uh, you could pull up to a charging station and recharge your car for free, people would buy that, right? I don't know how much a charge 
charge costs, but let's say a charge costs 50 bucks, right? If you say like, oh, hey, here's my app. And every time you push the button, you get to charge for free and it's $5 to me, right? People are going to do that 10 out of 10 times, right? It's like, who wouldn't do that? So this does have uh, market uh, capability, market economics. Obviously, it's wicked illegal. You're th it's theft. You're you're stealing. Um, and by the way, it's it's the the greater commons too. Because if you steal the electricity, the company that's selling the electricity is not making revenue, which means they're not going to be interested in uh, providing those services. So you're kind of cutting your face off to spite your. Oh, your nose off to spite your face, but whatever. Um, just be mindful of this. As electric cars become more and more mainstream, um, there's going to be more of this. I could almost see a, an offshoot of car hacking village at DEF CON into electronic vehicle hacking village uh, to encompass this type of um, technologies and this type of security research. You know what? I'm going to put that on my on my um, on my projections. Right, 2025. By 2025, there's going to be electronic vehicle car hacking village that starts as a micro village inside a car hacking village. And then the people there are like, there's just too much for us to do. Let's focus on our own village. Yay. In addition to the VMware ESXi server attack covered earlier in this podcast, we saw new research released this week with Microsoft warning that over 100 ransomware gangs and over 50 unique ransomware families are currently active in the ransomware field. Also, Lockbit has decided to create a new decryptor based on Conti. RE Security released a report on the new Nevada ransomware as a service, recruiting and gearing up for future attacks. APT groups are using ransomware TTPs as a cover for intelligence gathering and sabotage. Schools in Tucson, Arizona and Nantucket, Massachusetts suffered cyber attacks, with one confirmed to be a royal ransomware attack. Arnold Clark confirmed data was stolen in a December ransomware attack and a ransomware attack on the Ion Group disrupted the derivatives trading market in London, England. We've got a fan. Okay, so, so here, like, this was just week up. They do this every single Monday um, at CISO series. Um, it just recapped a couple things, but I'll just tell you two things that struck out, stuck out to me. One, they said that... Um, like guys, you've got to be aware that there are um, healthcare is getting this uptick in activity. I've already covered that in this briefing, and also that it seems like there's more ransomware as a service. They said Lockbit, which is obviously known for that. Um, Nevada ransomware as a service, which I don't know much about, but I guess they're gearing up. Uh, the other thing was that Lockbit um, released a decryptor for Conti, which is interesting because Conti hasn't been around since like. March, April of 2022, they kind of disbanded uh, when they, the Russia invaded Ukraine and like half the group was Ukrainian and half the group was Russian and like tore them apart. Don't worry, don't don't lose sleep for the Conti ransomware gang. They, they bridged off and created basically like new ransomware groups. One was like Ukrainian, one was Russian. So don't lose any sleep that they're, they're out, out on the streets laid off from their ransomware operations. So just be mindful of that. Again, I say this a million times on the channel. Ransomware, you're not defending from like a ransomware attack, like from Lockbit or from Vice Society or Royal. Like you should be introducing protections to kind of limit the chance of ransomware attacks, but then also resiliency. How quickly can you recover? How from a ransomware attack? Can you continue business operations during a ransomware attack? Like, do you have money put aside? Do you have an insurance policy to handle ransomware? How can you con how can you control lateral movement of ransomware? Which we see, in my opinion, we see less like lateral movement, like Sam Sam um, way back in the day was like really good at like kind of moving laterally. And some of the new um, 
Emotech capabilities allow for quick lateral movement, but for the most part, and casually Joseph Eric Taylor, I'd love your comments on it, but for the most part, um, the spreading mechanism is there, but it's not like entire networks are getting bricked, like 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 all of the infrastructure is taken down at the same time. It's It does move, but I feel like businesses are catching it and, and being able to like kind of... Um, you know, quarantine it before it gets too far. But that's just my thoughts. All right, guys, um, this has been, let me do this. All right. And then let me do this. What should we, what should we leave with? Oh, what the hell? All right, guys, I want to thank all of you for, um, I want to thank all of you for being here today, uh, joining me live uh, in one of the more exotic locations that I've reported from. The briefing has been good. I appreciate all of you. I'm taking the rest of the day off to spend time with my family um, and and do all sorts of fun activities. But uh, all the best. Have a a wonderful Monday. I'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, 10 a.m. Eastern time to the... um, 175 of you that are here today uh, i'm glad it's content over uh, production costs obviously uh, you guys get value out of it so hit the like button on the way out uh, be good to each other and we'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m eastern time all the best everybody take care <laughs>